Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Big Bad Toy Store, where you can pre-order the newest waves of Hasbro Marvel Universe, Marvel Legends, and Marvel Movie Action Figures. With foreign toys, high-end statues, prop replicas, hot toys, and more, Big Bad Toy Store is the first stop for Marvel collectors. Plus, check out their other great toys and collectibles and use their pile of loot to save on shipping. Find it all at BigBadToyStore.com. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hi and welcome to issue 88 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. Hi, not hello. That's correct. I'm a little more casual today. Super cash. I'm Arn. <laughs> it's, it's Arn and I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a small show for you this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's our first ever mini-sode. It's, it's a web-sode maybe? Like a little webcomic? It's just tiny? <laughs> We're Ant-Man in it this week. Well, the Comic-Con deluge has begun, right? The panels are announced. The chaotic emails are starting to come in. It's all SDCC all the time. Yeah, we're close enough to actually need to be packed and probably even start checking in for our flights online already. Yes, I'm obsessing over it already. I obsess over air travel and travel in general. I just hope my plane doesn't cartwheel. I was going to say, let's just hope we get a pilot with more than 44 hours of... uh, (laughs) flight training. (laughs) And Marvelicious Toys got a shout out at sdccblog.com with our report last week on the Marvel shop because I'm stressed out about it and those Iron Man statues limited to like five and... Your coolerness may have like just elevated to like mass panicness. Like let's see if you've been able to create a panic and a whole bunch of people are going to descend upon the Marvel shop on preview night because of you. (laughs) (laughs) If that happens, then maybe we should use your power for good. We'll all just sneak into the Hasbro line because of the mass panic you created. (laughs) No, wait, everyone should go to a totally different booth on the other side of the floor. (laughs) Actually, there's a super secret convention exclusive going on on the other side of San Diego. Actually, it's at it's at SeaWorld. (laughs) It's at the zoo, but you have to find it. It's in one of the cages. <laughs> well, we're going to be talking a lot about Comic-Con this episode. But first, I do want to take a moment and express a little bit of empathy to those of you who are going to be experiencing Comic-Con through your earbuds here at Marvelicious Toys and Star Wars Action News. I think that years and years of toy podcasting has gotten us a little bit jaded where... Comic-Con exclusives are just things to be expected. And yeah, they're going to be at the con. Some may be available online a little bit after the con. But perhaps 1% of collectors actually get to go to the con. And what I've seen online, and it took me a second to realize, is completely justified rage over the fact that Old Man Logan is limited to 3,000 and you have to travel to San Diego to get him. Yeah. But we kind of figured that he would be a sign-up exclusive for whatever they're calling it this week. But 
all those exclusives have always been available readily online to at least people in the U.S. You couldn't subscribe if you were international, leading to a different level of frustration. But to take one of them and completely limit it this way, first, it does smell like we said last week, like something went wrong here. But second, I completely understand completest frustration because with this few figures, this thing's going to be hundreds of dollars on eBay. Yeah, and this isn't even something that other collectors who are going to the con can help out with. You know, it's one per, pretty sure. Well, how many subscriptions do you need to Marvel Unlimited? Need zero. (laughs) I'd say one. It's actually kind of cool now that they have the app. That's right. I keep forgetting to use the app. And you could actually download some on the plane, and they're not that many months behind. Honestly, they're not that much further behind than I am in my catalog of comics I've legitimately bought. I see that something's come out on Marvel Unlimited and go, oh, yeah, I bought that and meant to read it. Now I can read it online. (laughs) I do get the sense that maybe we don't have the whole story yet. You know, maybe it's 3,000 figures are going to be available at San Diego Comic-Con. And then maybe another 3,000 will be available at Toy Fair next fall. You know, I mean, 3,000 is such a low number that it just smells of something something else going on. What they said, though, wasn't 3,000 available. They said 3,000 produced. Now, perhaps the copywriter got a little overzealous and thought of them as synonymous. Maybe I'm overly parsing, but the phrase was 3,000 produced. Maybe they missed a zero or two? I'm just trying to give hope to the, to the people who are understandably outraged over what seems to be a big middle finger to collectors. Yeah, we will definitely try to get the story at the Hasbro panels, but we do invite you to join us here at Marvelicious Toys. And if you also collect Star Wars over at Star Wars Action News, SWActionNews.com, because we're going to try to bring the Comic-Con experience to your house But if you really want that experience, fill a backpack full of bricks and stand on hard cement for about eight hours while listening. But at alternating times, you want to be in a freezing air-conditioned room or in the scorching sun. And be sure to change out of it every 30 minutes. And then just when you get to your door to get in your house, the line's been cut off and you can't get into your door for two hours. And every time you get thirsty for a drink of water, just throw $5 in the garbage. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and make sure your hot dogs, you're right. The hot dogs are going to be $8, remember? Yep, but make sure you let them sit outside overnight just Mm -hmm. to make sure you get the full con experience. Now we're making it sound like no one should ever go. (laughs) (laughs) Just maybe don't plan on eating too much there. (laughs) I feel like the only thing I ever really eat there is the Mrs. Fields cookies. They seem to be somewhat fresh. The pretzel dogs are awesome. Yeah. They're $10, but they're awesome. Yeah, but when you're starving and haven't eaten since 5 in the morning, you'll pay $10 for a pretzel dog. Yes, you will. (laughs) You know, guys, it's like a tough mutter competition or a warrior dash, I guess. (laughs) Well, we're going to have all kinds of ways to follow us this year. We have, you know, our obvious Facebook and Twitter, and now we actually have an Instagram feed, too. So we'll be putting stuff on Instagram as well, too. And that kind of stuff will just be more kind of off the hip fun stuff, not necessarily official pics or anything, but it's another way to follow us along at the con. Justin photobombing cosplayers. Yes. (laughs) That's actually a lot of fun to do. Actually, we'll make that a game. (laughs) Instead of where's Waldo, where's Justin in the cosplay photos? But yes, for those of you with no airplane travel scheduled in the next couple weeks... The Spectacular Store Report. 
Well, Arnie was quite a dear to me and took me to Barnes & Noble to get some much-needed caffeine one day. And I always look at the little junk they have, because sometimes you can find some really cool Marvel stuff or some other licenses. And it's just, I don't know, it's fun to watch walk through the little tchotchkes. And see how overpriced they are. Yes. But I came back from my book run, and I set down an Iron Man mug on the table in front of me and go, I'm buying this. It was an awesome black mug. Very stark, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been better if the pun was intended, in all honesty. <laughs> it's the comic book Iron Man, and it's really great. What was it, like $10? About 15 Yeah, it's a coffee mug. We tend to collect coffee mugs for some reason. It was worth it. It made you happy. You were like a little kid. You're like, I'm buying this. I have to have it. It, it would brighten up my day, this bright yellow cup in the morning full of caffeine goodness. I usually make you drink out of the Wolverine grumpy face mug, though. It depends on my mood. You definitely judge my morning mood and what side of the bed I got up on when you pick my cup. I do. Not going to lie. <laughs> you know, for being an Iron Man that neither of us are really all that fond of, it, it is pretty cool looking. I actually don't necessarily like him in figure form, but when you draw him and give him the abs and the thigh muscles and things, it's the Iron Man that I read in my youth. You know, Iron Man from Secret Wars and that kind of era. So it works a lot more for me on the page or on the mug than it does realized in three dimensions. Yeah, and it's it's really cool with that black. That way they can do it in two color and not have to have black as an outline on a white mug. Yeah, if this had been any other color of mug, I don't know that it would have gone with it. It seems like a lot of the Marvel mugs go blue. Hmm, never noticed that, but off the top of my head, I think of three black ones I've got. There are the couple black ones, but it seems like the ones that go multi-character, they always seem to go blue, Captain America and so on, Spider-Man. So this one with the black, given that there's really no black in his outfit, it's just there for shading. I just really liked the artistic style of it. And so definitely check out your Barnes & Noble to see if if you find this. And also around the same time, we were hitting some targets because things were going on sale really cheap. Justin, you'd already talked about the comic packs and the team packs. I was in there and I finished off my collection of spider pods. I had been missing a couple and I had so many spares I'd intended to trade or just go to eBay rather than buy the infinite number of blind packs I'd need to get those last three figures or the window packs where I'd have to buy several and have a number of extra spares. But they're on sale half off. I was able to finish my collection for seven bucks and get what would have been when I was buying them earlier, almost $30 in spider pods. Yeah, that's that's nice. I wonder if there's a lesson to be learned in that, though. Like, because I, I ended up picking up some of those noggins that we kind of made fun of and looked at a few months back. Because I found them for a dollar at Walgreens. And that's something I'm not going to usually pick up. But at a dollar, I'll gladly give you 20 bucks for, for 20 of them. <laughs> Keep in mind, that's about all I was paying when I did my noggin big haul, too, because I had the coupons mixed with the sales, and I didn't know what I was paying, but it was around a buck to a buck twenty-five ahead. That's right. You finagled your way into a lower price on those. <laughs> it was because of the Walgreens rewards card. It was Walgreens rewards <laughs> plus a sale. I was like an extreme couponer for noggins. <laughs> to the point that I was leaving shelves bare, like those jerky couponers. <laughs> Well, I might have to relook at some of my targets because I didn't even consider looking at the Spider-Man stuff. I've been just so well trained to walk right past that area <laughs> that I didn't know if they were on sale or not. But some of those pods might be kind of cool to have. 
Yeah, I was missing Rhino, Doc Ock, and just a regular standing Spider-Man, and we were able to find them in the four packs. I, of course, started with the cheapest packs. The four packs used to be five bucks. We're down to two dollars and change. And so I just picked up three of those four packs and finished off the collection. You could get all the exclusives. They had plenty. And when you said lesson learned, I thought you meant maybe about the future of spider pods or the Spider-Man fighter pods. But they did this with the Star Wars fighter pods, too, where they clearanced out the first wave. But they still made waves two, three, and four. So I'm not sure if this is just a reset for a new wave, maybe Avengers fighter pods or something like that. Avengers Assemble fighter pods may be coming next with the new Disney XD. I bet we find out in about two weeks from tonight. Yeah, it's just hard to tell what the future of any of those are, you know? I mean, with all the squinkies and, like you said, fighter pods and spider pods, it's just maybe they've oversaturated the market at this point and some of the lines just have to go away, but... Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Justin, because we also noticed that every single line and license of squinkies is on clearance. Ooh. Yeah, everywhere you go. Maybe it's Squinkies that's going away. I'm wondering about that. I really wonder because we talked about that Spider-Man crane dispenser that had the exclusive ones. That thing barely got distribution. I did order it online a long time ago. That crane with four exclusive Squinkies is up to a hundred bucks on Amazon. Wow. And the Squinky account on Facebook is barely responding anymore. I went to their wall. All it is is angry tweets about people whose kids were playing with Squinkies and they broke. Oh, I would have thought that they would have eaten them because they seem ripe for eating. Apparently, they don't bend very well. And if you play with them like actual kids would, these things just fall apart. And so people were complaining about the quality of Squinkies. I'm like, what'd you pay? You get what you pay for. This is not (laughs) durable. Yeah, I'm not going to side with these parents here. This is crazy. But there's been no word about any new Squinkies at all. And the fact that we had... Iron Man 3 come out and there were no new Squinkies. That tells me what writing to Squinkies themselves doesn't. It's done. The the ship has sailed. Well, not to mention that it seems like, you know, just casually looking at other toy lines, everybody who makes toys has been able to knock off Squinkies. You know, I look at Despicable Me toys and they have their own little line of little teeny tiny minions. And those aren't Squinkies or Spider or Fighter Pods. You know, and I think Smurfs have their own little miniature ones, too. So if you're a toy manufacturer anyway, there's no reason to license it out to another company just to make miniature little dudes when you can do it yourself. Yeah, it's just a shame because I like the squinky style. I do kind of like some of the depth of the Spider-Man fighter pods, but squinkies had an inherent cuteness to them that the spider pods don't. Although I've been researching and it does look like Squinkies may be clearancing out because they did announce just the day we're recording here on Monday that new bubble packs are finally coming out, as are the big Inkies, of which they have a Man of Steel set. They they have bigger Squinkies? Yeah, they're giant Squinkies. <laughs> and they're actually coming out? This was posted on... July 8th, that there are new ones ready to ship, and they're teasing images, not of Marvel ones. It looks like a little kitten with a crown on its head and a baby with a bow in its head. And then on the 2nd of July, they had the Man of Steel Big Inky saying that it's coming soon. So That's funny. I was just going to make a joke about that, you know, because they tried the teeny ones. They had the, what are they, Zinkies or something like that? Oh, yeah, the little itty-bitties. I remember those. Yeah, the micro ones. (laughs) But... 
No word on any more Marvel stuff or even any licensed stuff beyond the Superman set. So I'm going to keep watching their page. I've got it liked on Facebook and have to find out. But I do think that, again, with no Iron Man 3 set, to me, that speaks volumes. Yeah, and surprisingly, Hasbro decided not to do anything. You know, Iron Pods would have been just as cool as Spider Pods, I guess. But maybe they're, like you said, gearing up for Avenger Pods. And why compete with the Micro Mugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes cannibalistic. <laughs> and speaking of Iron Man 3 toys, that second wave of assemblers that I ordered from Hasbro Toy Shop has shown up at Toys R Us. But Justin, unfortunately, the Mark 42, between Toy Fair and now, they appear to have changed their mind on translucent arms. Mm, those jerks. So it looks like you've saved quite a bit of money. Except for the fact that Toys R Us has a buy two for 15 bucks this week, and I was considering doing it, but now that I know there's no translucent arms, I just don't know that there's any point in it. The Mark 42 looks nothing like the Mark 42 from the movie, though. It's black and kind of a... Kind of a pewter. Now that you said pewter, you're really hitting it home because one of the extra arms here actually reminds me of the little D&D miniatures I used to collect when I was eight. That's the color and the sculpting of it. Hmm... So if you were to pick one up, again, for background kind of armors, now that I'm seeing these in person and not reviewing them off of pictures online, the Mark 42 is kind of a cool looking armor. You can't pose them worth a damn, but it's kind of a cool looking armor. He's got a baby blue arc reactor and just, I don't know, I like the scheme. I, You know, I did see a few of these at Toys R Us the other day. And I looked at them, and when I noticed there wasn't translucent arms in that pack, I kind of flipped past them quickly and didn't really admire the color or anything. But I got to tell you, the cross-cut Iron Man kind of caught my eye, just for the new sculptness going on in there. You know, he's he's got one thing that really pisses me off, though, since there's no articulation. For whatever reason, out of all eight of these, they decided on one of them that his right arm needs to be crooked instead of straight down like the rest of them. I've got a lot of problems with this figure. Not gonna lie. One, he's barrel-chested. He does not have a torso like the rest of the figures. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I can see that, but I like the extra sculpting they added to the chest. Oh, with the little rivets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he just has such a weird shape. He looks like, a, like an ant or an insect or something. It's almost like they started off trying to make the Heartbreaker armor and then gave up. Yeah, I could see that. There's some elements of the Heartbreaker in there, but just not enough to call it the Heartbreaker. And I'm sorry, I really hate the DJ Sawblade arms. It's like he's spinning discs. <laughs> hate it, hate it, hate it. Wick, wick, whack. Yep. <laughs> I, I just don't see how those are practical for anything other than, like, road work. <laughs> I know. It's not really... You have to get really close to your enemy to cut them. <laughs> it's Chain Gang Iron Man. <laughs> Sonic Camo Iron Man, you know I kind of lust after the stealth armor colors, so I kind of like the paint job on that one, although I think the Iron Man 2 version of stealth armor was far superior. Yeah, that one and the other one with the funky arms I looked at for quite a bit and considered plunking down the 15 bucks, but 
At the end of the day, I just didn't. I'm waiting for final clearance on these four, I think. I really wish I knew some four-year-old boys who could tell me if these are fun to play with. Because <laughs> I guess I just don't... I, I can kind of see the play, but then on the other hand, I kind of can't see it. And the final one of the four, Striker Iron Man. Again, interesting colors, really. Just the fact that you don't get any normal arms with him. You either get the Autobot arms or these albino white arms that are holding, I don't know, what is that? The Power Zord, some Power Ranger thing? <laughs> There's some translucent there, though. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, this is the one that I do think made a movie appearance. Because don't you remember that scene where he got down and like started pounding the ground with those things on his arm? Yeah. You think so that's guess, this one? I think so. Hmm. That's is without having normal arms. I'm guessing that's attached to his armor, or at least from some movie concept. Well, those are now at Toys R Us, highly priced. But if you can get that sale. <sighs> I bought them, so I can't advise you not to, but just because I bought them doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and I'm not going to be talked into it this time. It's because there's no translucent arms. <laughs> it was close, though. It really was. Two for 15, I think that's a pretty good price, though, because my advice for the more sane among you than I would be wait for these holiday sales that are sure to come. I think the Iron Man 3 hype's dying down, and these figures will be there. Yeah, and in the long run, thinking about it, all four for 30 bucks sounds a lot better than all four for 40 bucks for some reason. It's $10 more to spend at Comic-Con. Exactly. On a pretzel dog. <laughs> okay, so you know those... Those Iron Man, like, 10-inch figures that you like to get, the ones that you push your chest and they talk to you? I'm still waiting for the Iron Patriot to go on clearance, yes. Yep. Well, now you have another one to wait to go on clearance, but it's a true exclusive, so it might never go on clearance. It's that Iron Patriot just painted in War Machine colors now. Ah. So, yeah, that caught my eye, and I was like, hey, what? what? Oh, yeah. Fun. Way to go, Toys R Us. Well, the exclusives usually are some kind of a repaint. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I don't know enough about the other one. And they didn't have a Iron Patriot at the particular store I was at to see if they say the exact same things or or what. But I would assume they're the same sound chip in there. Well, since he's not canon, I can easily pass on him. <laughs> are those new rules, maybe? No. Oh. They only apply to things I don't like. Oh. <laughs> don't like this. So, yeah, those are my rules. It's not a rule as much as a loophole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, continuing with Hasbro and clearance, you'd mentioned the comic packs were cheap at Target, Justin. Well, that inspired Dan Curto, friend of the show. He's co-hosted a couple of times on our roundtable party episodes. He went out and bought some comic packs that he'd been holding off on, and he knew something that I haven't seen posted anywhere else. Some of these comic packs went variant on us. Yeah, that was the first I had heard of it, too. That's it's kind of weird, and especially for a couple packs that I didn't really pay that much attention to when they first came out, considering they were all just repacks of figures that had been out there. Yeah, they have changed the paint deco on these packs. The packs that you definitely have to look for that Dan spotted is the Captain America Wolverine pack and the Iron Man Thor pack. The original release had a really glossy kind of metallic paint to it, which made Thor's chainmail really shiny. And the second release, a very matte paint job. Oh, kind of like the Colossus 
that came out in a comic pack. Yeah. Now, here's the weird thing. I started doing some researching into this. We went to our Target, and of course, because of the clearance, unless I wanted Captain Britain, I was kind of out of luck. (laughs) (laughs) There's some irony to that. I'll get to it. So, not knowing where else to go, I texted you, Justin, your plan B. (laughs) And I had already been all over to my Targets because, you know, that's a good price for comic packs, and I was looking for anything that might have been interesting, you know, even if a Hulk and Wolverine pack or something, but... Yeah, it's it's Spidey, Captain Britain, and, and Mandarin, Iron Man around here. It's about it. So, at a loss, I went to Hasbro Toy Shop, thinking I could roll some dice there, because oftentimes, you've done the same thing, Justin, they'll have the later releases and maybe not even list it. But here's the weird thing. They had the Wolverine Captain America comic packs listed twice, and they had the Thor Iron Man pop comic packs listed twice and all the other comic packs save for one were only listed once and the pictures were slightly different on these listings but the descriptions never said like one was with glossy paint and one was with matte paint (laughs) that is truly weird the only difference i can see is some random capitalization and lowercase use in the different in listings there was one other comic pack the get this Spider-Man Captain Britain pack was up there twice. And in talking to Dan, he said that he'd heard the Sentry Spider-Man pack might have also had this kind of paint variant going on, but the Sentry pack was only on there once. I wonder if somebody got a wire crossed and meant the Captain Britain Spider-Man pack, not the Sentry Spider-Man pack. Hmm. I wonder what the variant would be there. Making those guys shiny too, or? Yeah, I think that's the whole thing is just paint app difference. The metallic paint versus the not metallic. Weird. This doesn't, this almost sounds like not necessarily a planned variant. Like it almost sounds like they produced them in two different factories. These are the differences they got. Yeah, that doesn't scream variant. That's, I'm kind of, it's very similar. I'm kind of confused by this. Usually the variant, it's, Something huge and noticeable. I mean, at first we think, oh, it's very minuscule. We'll never find the variant because we won't be able to tell. And then we'll have this whole dance we go through. And then we get it. We're like, oh, yeah, it's completely different. But looking at Dan's photos, these are different. These are. Yeah, they are noticeably different. Yeah. And be it a running change or a planned variation, it's definitely Dan said this phrase to me and he stole it from the website Galactic Hunter. Different enough to make you mad. <laughs> and I think that's a very good way to phrase it. <laughs> well, personally, I'm going to thank you for your tenacity and your OCD because I had no interest in either one of these packs. And knowing that you couldn't live without finding out for sure firsthand and knowing that we need them for our photo galleries, I'll let you take the hit on this one. You've you rolled the dice on the legends on that site many times. Yes, I have. So I figured I could pick up six comic packs and it'll be, I'll call it my box of comic pack chocolates because I have no clue what I'm going to get. <laughs> I mean, honestly, will the factory worker know? Are these different skews? Are these, is he going to look and go, Thor, Iron Man, throw it in and just take two off the same pack? It is in my invoice, no quantities of two, six quantities of one. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not seeing, I'm trying to look in the URL to see if there's any product number in there, and I can't really discern if any of that gobbledygook at the end of the URL is a product number or not. If they send me the wrong ones, though, since they were different items, I can return them. Yeah. I'm about 50-50 playing the did they post the wrong thing game. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes you just get another gray Deadpool. 
(laughs) (laughs) And speaking of Hasbro variants, an image has been put on the web. I honestly couldn't find the source of this image. I don't know who took it. I don't know from whence it came. And I don't even know how big it is. But there appears to be an Iron Man Hall of Armor figure set in our future. Yeah, this thing kind of set the Facebook feed and other forums on fire for a while trying to figure out what scale it is. Because at first, like at first glance, I my mind automatically thought six inch. That's what I'm thinking. Looking at it, it looks six inches to me. Yeah, but the more you you look at it and you do a little closer investigation, it appears that this is three and three quarter inch based solely on the elbow joints that you can see. Those aren't six inch legend style elbow joints. Ah, the perspective on the photo and the fact that there's at least one totally new figure in here, a Tony Stark with the arc reactor visible through his T-shirt made <laughs> me think that this was six inch. Yeah, that's what's awesome about this. If this is six inch, then that means we're getting one new completely figure. The rest of those have all been done in six inch. But if this is three and three quarter inch, there's two new figures because that Mark 42 looks to be much better articulated than the the current three and three quarter inch version or assembler version. So I don't know which way to wish on this. As much as I'd like a six inch Tony Stark, you know, three and three quarter inch one could be pretty cool, too. Also, price wise, I'm kind of hoping that this is a three and three quarter inch thing. Because six, six legend scale figures, come on, 120 bucks as an exclusive somewhere. That's a pricey pack. You're right. For pricing alone, this does feel like three and three quarter inch, plus your observation of the elbow joints. I'd love it in either scale, though, because as you mentioned, we didn't get a good movie Mark 42. And this Mark 1 looks to be quite an upgrade from the Iron Man 2 Mark 1 they gave us with the paint. Yeah, all of them are painted differently from what we've already gotten. So like you just said earlier, different enough to to make you mad. If you don't want to get them. The only thing I don't like is there's this weird glowy effect around all of the arc reactors that at first it's like it was photoshopped. But if they just airbrushed all of their chests like that, I think that would look pretty crappy. I think that's what they did. But they have done that before. Usually the paint stays within the lines. Normally they don't just have. I thought that they have one or two with just like a little blue on the outside to signify glow, though. There's been a couple that have gone this far out the lines, like some of those like heavy armor ones from late in the line and the hyper velocity. I guess because they weren't movie based, I didn't pay that close of attention on the concept series. Oh, I see. You're a movist. You bring up a good point, though, because we don't know where this is coming. Some people have rumored that this might be a Disney store exclusive, which means a lot of collectors are going to have to resort to online or friends with Disney stores and have to get these sight unseen and paint apps could be a nightmare on these. That is true. But I do love the Disney store because they have usually 20% off coupons and free shipping coupons and they have plentiful stock of their diamond selects. But I will tell you, if this is a Disney store exclusive, given that they did that $90 diamond select set, this again could be six inch. Yeah. Well, maybe this will be something we find out next week but at the end of the day it's it's more iron man guys you know but (laughs) why am i excited by that i don't know i mean it's oddly it's oddly exciting for something that we've gotten over and over again and maybe it is just the civilian clothed tony stark i think that has a lot to do with it i also think it has to do with the fact that the iron man so far this year has not been very satisfying yeah maybe it's just nice to see articulation back in the line At any rate, I'll be excited if it is three and three quarter inch for that Mark 42 with better articulation. Well, speaking of better articulation. Sales to a 
astonish. If you want good six-inch articulation, then head to Big Bad Toy Store, our sponsor, because they still have up for pre-order and marked about $24 under list that Wolverine Legends Previews exclusive case of eight. These are figures, I mean, you, come on, let's face it, you're probably never going to find the new Legends figures readily at Toys R Us or Target, but here, these aren't even going to ship there. They're previews only, so you have to find a comic shop or buy them online. Yep, this is going to be a tricky wave, and these are these are going to have some variants too, so we're not sure how those variants are going to get out there, but, you know, at 160 bucks, that's, that's what, 20 bucks a piece. That's about what they're going to be at comic shops anyway, if not more. I'd guess 25 a piece at most shops. Yeah, probably a pretty good guess. And you can build your, your own little puck. Puck that. <laughs> Speaking of Wolverine, Marvelous News stumbled upon a big thing this week. The Funko Wolverine bobblehead is an error. It doesn't bobble. So it's a good bobblehead, because those freak me out. It's a non-bobblehead. It's a vinyl figure is what it is. Yeah, essentially, right? Here's the problem. Funko doesn't have the license for vinyl Marvel figures. Hasbro has that license. Oops. <laughs> Funko confirmed to Marvelous News that this was a factory error and all future ones will bobble. So I quickly raced to Amazon where they had them for $9.99. I'm a Prime member, so no tax, no shipping. This is less than I pay at my local Barnes & Noble forum and got another one. So I have two with the plugs in the neck, one to keep mint in boxes. I think this will become even more rare than that SDCC Loki that I am the bane of my existence. I'm guessing because... Well, depending on how many got out there and how many they would plan on rerunning anyway, it might just be the type of thing where that whole run is just the non-bobblehead. But I'd be interested to see how this error occurred. Like, is there not a spring in there at all? They just plugged up the head. Is that a part that they usually produce and just take out in production? Or, like, this sounds like more than an error. I'm always a conspiracy theorist when it comes to this kind of stuff. Perhaps it was them, like, throwing their junk on the table saying, See, Hasbro? We can make this. <laughs> oops, we did! It worked out really well, and oops, we sold a bunch of them. Maybe we can make more. Uh, here's my guess. We don't collect pop vinyls other than Star Wars and Marvel. And both of those have the vinyl figure license held by Hasbro. But maybe if I were to pick up that Ace Freely pop vinyl or the Plants vs. Zombie pop vinyl, notice they're just called pop vinyl. They're not all called pop vinyl bobbleheads. So I wonder if maybe that Plants vs. Zombies zombie might be, or maybe even the regular show ones that are coming out, are just vinyl figures and not bobbleheads. Oh, that's a guy. You know, I never even thought about that because I'm I'm in the same boat. The ones I pick up are either Star Wars or Marvel related. But you're right. They're not called pop vinyl bobbles. They're just pop vinyl. So it would be very easy for the factory in China to get confused and put Logan on this line where there is no spring instead of that line where they put a spring in. Very good point. So perhaps some of the pop vinyl experts out there can let us know. And for you pop vinyl experts, it turns out if Deadpool was the new Wolverine, now Wolverine is the new Deadpool, as there are two more variant Funko Pop Vinyl Wolverines. <laughs> I don't think I can take any more of this. It seems like they pop up two to three a week. They just, both of those guys have so many different outfits. It's like, these are becoming almost Barbie dolls. Well, this Wolverine vinyl exclusive, I bet it bobbles. 
It is the unmasked Wolverine in his classic yellow and blue outfit. But wait, there's more. The regular one is limited to 1,500 pieces, but limited to just 500 pieces is a glow-in-the-dark variant. (laughs) So what they've done here is they took the existing Wolverine body and the existing Logan head that we were just talking about and mixed and matched them. Yes. Genius. Genius work, Pop Vinyl. But these are exclusive to Toytastic. We'll have a link from our homepage if you need to keep your collection growing. And these are individually numbered as new new figures? No, they all have the same number. That's okay. the thing with the pop vinyls is all the variants keep the same number. That's cool. So if you're just going one, two, three, four, five, I got them all, and not one, 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 two, two, three, 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 four, 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 then you can feel complete. <laughs> Speaking of feeling complete, my wallet doesn't feel complete. Sideshow's done this countdown to Comic-Con, and on Star Wars Action News, I called it the, we're taking your money before you spend it at Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, better better to hit us before than afterwards, huh? They've been releasing a new product every single day. They didn't even take off the 4th of July. They didn't even take off the weekend. There is a life-sized Iron Patriot bust. Hmm. <laughs> Man, we know how cool those life-size Iron Man and War Machine ones were that we saw last year. Yeah, and with the Iron Patriot, I mean, the metallic paint, the big gun, the light-up features, the detail. I don't need it because it's just a bust, and that's what kills it. It looks great in the picture, but when you see it, yeah, they're impressive, but they're a $1,000 light-up head. Yeah, and half a chest, Mm -hmm. no arms. I could only advocate this if you were a giant Iron Patriot fan or a big Don Cheadle fan, I guess. Count me down as both. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I don't like how this is going. I'm still not buying the bust, but I am. Oh, thank God. Oh. But I love Don Cheadle and Picket Fences. So I'm not going to buy a $1,000 collectible of him now, then. No. And he was the best Cockney accent in all of the Oceans films. Yes, absolutely. Damn straight. So perhaps it's easier to pass on this because, first of all, I'm pretty sure that before this countdown is complete, perhaps even released by the time this show goes out, the Star-Spangled Man Captain America hot toy will be up for sale. (laughs) Now I'm confused. I thought we got this version last year. Which one did they come out with last year that was similar to this? No, that was the World War II outfit where he just grabbed a code over the Star-Spangled Man and he was Steve Rogers with the flak jacket and everything. Right, right. He had the leather jacket and the pants. Yeah, exactly. This one's the full felt pajamas. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Toy Fairs exclusive, which is a convention overseas. They have a lot of Hot Toys exclusives, big Hot Toys presents. They're doing an evil Superman from Superman 3. And it's awesome. It really is awesome. (laughs) But Sideshow will probably be putting this up really soon. This feels like it would have been the Comic-Con exclusive, but they're not doing a Comic-Con exclusive. They're going to get my money (laughs) pre-Comic-Con. Like I said, that's smart. That's that's the way to do it. Then they put up for sale not one, but two premium format figures. The first is a big Hulkin figure. (laughs) It is Gladiator Hulk from the World War Hulk storyline. Thing stands over 30 inches tall. Jesus. Wow. 
It has that is insane. The detail on it is just crazy. I think because it's comic based, they were able to go a little bit more detailed with the paint wash and a little bit more green. So it just really draws it out. I have a feeling that I might be licking the glass of the case at Comic-Con when we see this. Mm, that's going to be awkward for everyone involved. <laughs> yes, yes, it will. Especially <laughs> the people at Sideshow who've asked me to stop by and say hi. Ah. They work there. Huh. Arnie? <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm shooting it. <laughs> <laughs> for how big that thing is though the price tag is somewhat shockingly lower than i would expect yeah 600 that's i thought i would have thought worse i honestly yeah. would have thought worse with all of the polystone parts on him all of the size the giant shield the fact that he's at least 10 times bigger than that apple <laughs> <laughs> I, how do they get the same size apple in the picture next to the hulk it actually looks like a cherry <laughs> <laughs> that's how tiny the apple is next to hulk <laughs> it is a big statue if you get that you're gonna have people thinking that you're either like a, a 300 fan or, or wonder when hulk was in the movie gladiator i'm wondering that myself somebody did post that it looks like a world of warcraft collectible <laughs> oh it totally does <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that thing, I just found the picture with the apple, and that apple is being dwarfed by just the base itself. <laughs> like, it's as big as one of his feet. Holy cow. Not buying this, right? Next up. Oh, we had a whole Hulk discussion, I guess, but. We did have a Hulk discussion. We also had a discussion about how Arnie just got some birthday money that Arnie could spend wherever Arnie wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It's going on a Dorinthian column that's going to be on either side of your front door. Great. It's going to be like gargoyles outside. But then, just a few days later, and you'd think they could take their time on these. <laughs> I kind of feel like Marjorie when she's looking at me going, again? You bought a Hulk again? <laughs> I happen to be at a horror con this weekend. We'll get to it. And I get a text from Sideshow. Yeah, I have them set to text me when they put stuff up now. You can do that through Twitter. That the Black Widow Sideshow exclusive premium format figure has gone for sale. She is shiny and voluptuous and shiny. I'm proud of myself because they released a teaser image and I tweeted it and they didn't say what it was. And Marjorie was thinking Comiquette. And I was thinking actually legendary scale bust because the teaser picture didn't show arms. And I don't know if they've made a Black Widow legendary scale. If they have, I don't own it yet. But what got me was the teeth of the zipper that you could very clearly see on the teaser image. And I'm like, wait, that's a real working zipper there. And that screamed to me premium format. Mm -hmm. So are you excited because their zipper actually works? I'm just excited <laughs> of my own attention to detail. Uh <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty crazy piece. I mean, not being a premium format collector myself, I don't know that that's where I would jump in. But if that's your focus, I could see being really excited over this piece. The only thing that gets me is that a lot of the premium formats I have now have consistent bases. The X-Men are all on this really cool disc with an X at the bottom. And the Avengers are on a similar disc with an A at the bottom. Now, not the movie ones. The movie ones do their own thing. But the comic-based ones all seem to be on this uniform base. Now, they did break that with Storm. Storm is not on the X base. And now they're breaking it here. She's not on the Avengers base. She's on, like, this snow cap. But I like it 
I think it actually is one of those exclusives. I'm not usually a fan of the art print that comes with the exclusive, but if you're going to put her on a snow base, I do think an art print depicting her in the snow would have been nice. Yeah, that could have been cool. And her base isn't really all that much to, to get excited about. It is just kind of a drift of snow. The only thing I really like about the base is that they airbrushed the snow up her boots, which does break some of the sameness of a black outfit. Yeah. I just don't know that snow does that in real life, but... It does. Maybe in the Midwest it does. <laughs> he lives in the Midwest. Yeah. Individual flakes stick to your boots. Yes. Hey, Justin. Yeah. This November, when it snows, I'd like you to put on a completely pleather outfit with leather boots. Go outside and let us know how that goes for you. <laughs> All right, I'll get some pictures. Now, because the exclusive edition often ex includes things like extra heads and a lot of nice stuff, and they go crazy high on eBay, I just purchased this right at the con while standing in line to meet Candyman. <laughs> then I find out that the exclusive is limited to a knife. <laughs> yeah, you've got a knife. <laughs> kind of like a knife in the back, the exclusive that you're getting. <laughs> Can you change? It's the same price if I change to oh. the regular. I've got my order in. I'm sure that they wouldn't take my non-refundable deposit if I just changed to the regular version. I might as well keep the exclusive version because it will appreciate second market. But I like her better with the two guns than with the knife. I mean, who brings a knife to a gunfight? <laughs> it's not even really like a, like a Crocodile Dundee type of knife either. It's just like a little filet hunter's knife or something yeah like a butterfly knife yeah. she, she likes to fish and hunt she goes to gander mountain a lot <laughs> i'm just impressed we got through the entire review of these photos without the words dat ass i didn't look at her ass because i don't think of those things i was wondering how anatomically correct she is under the top if you unzip just a little bit more i'm wondering if there might be a little surprise under there justin we can tell you at comic-con all we'll right let our listeners know on our next studio show I have to break one of these, the movie Black Widow. I have to take her outside and shatter her. Oh, wow. That'll be fun. This is how Sideshow does the replacements. My Black Widow came with a broken leg, and like a horse, we now must shoot her. <laughs> they sent me a whole new body, and because they don't want me to sell it on eBay and have bodies floating around that are repaired, and they don't want to pay to ship it back to them. It's heavy. I need to take it out and destroy it and send them pictures. So... I will actually have a Black Widow that I can remove the suit from and take some pictures. Oh, I say we make a video. Did you save any fireworks? We could have fun with this. No, I don't have any more fireworks. Nor This is like the third or fourth sideshow piece or hot toy I have to, had to destroy. Normally, I take it out into the driveway and just throw it on the ground. <laughs> it seems like it could be a fun little thing to do since you have to do it. It's a little bit of like this weird feeling of, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I have to. One of these videos did go viral. It was of a... Biker scout. Yeah, a girl pretending she was having a row with her boyfriend and smashing the thing. I remember that. And everybody's like, oh my God, that's so expensive. And it's this exact thing. <laughs> I kind of fell for that, I think. <laughs> I thought it was all photoshopped. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of the horror con, we did go to a horror convention. I got to meet Danny Trejo. Marjorie met Gary Busey. I did! Yay! <laughs> Wait, you met Danny Trejo? Yes. Yeah. Were you guys in a movie with him? 
No. He's in, he's in every other movie that comes out. I know. I know. It was really a challenge to determine which one to get signed. <laughs> and this totally not Marvel related, but compared to what Comic-Con guests charge for autographs, these guys were totally reasonable. Danny Trejo, $40. And you get a picture. Gary Busey, $40, 10 extra for the picture. I mean, compared to Mark Hamill, who was what? He was in three movies 30 it's years like ago. twenty-five for yeah. him. Jeez. It's for Corbett Summer, right? <laughs> for that, you need to pay two fifty. dollars <laughs> <laughs> The knowing that penalty that he charges. But these Comic-Cons are always a good place to find all kinds of collectibles. The toy people come out. Curious Goods came out. We've talked about them from a previous horror con because he does all these custom Marvel zombies from the Marvel Icons figures. He had a Venom. He took the Marvel Icons Venom figure that's like 15 inches tall and put it on a thing of bones and added his own symbiote goo and had him with the bloody tongue nice yeah all kinds of cool stuff there don't eat the gum was there which is this company that exists to sell old trading cards i bought a set of robocop 2 and let's bring this back to marvel i bought some howard the duck trading cards now i did buy you an entire box for christmas but you wanted some to open yeah we'll get to why i wanted some to open i actually have a full set of howard the duck thanks to my wife opened as well as an entire case unopened just on display in the original shipper box i knew what to do so he's got the nice complete opened pack and a nice little box <laughs> did those come with little duck condoms instead of gum in the no. packs no i wish it did that's that would have been way cool. It would have saved me from a nearly broken tooth. <laughs> yes. She didn't listen to the company name. She ate the gum. Oh, gross. Well, I was kind of curious because they said don't eat it and the gum is pretty old, right? So we're opening the packs. I'm like, well, I'm going to try it. Yeah, I was surprised I did not have a shattered tooth. <laughs> it was like eating glass. Oh, man. I don't even like gum. I don't know why I did that. But my big find from the con, we found some artists there and they had a whole bunch of horror characters and original art, but tucked away on the corners back under the bottom. But my eyes were drawn immediately to it. A custom Howard the Duck painting. And it's not just any <laughs> Howard the Duck. It is movie Howard the Duck in his lazy duck recliner. <laughs> awesome. It's a pretty cool piece. It's like a... I'd say a 14 by 12 painting. Wow. And he's rocking like a professor's jacket and a sweater and tie. That's how I knew it was the movie outfit. I mean, it's you can find a lot of Howard the Duck comic stuff, but Howard the Duck movie stuff, that's rare. And I think, I think I've graduated to that level, guys. I think I am definitely a Howard the Duck movie character focus collector, possibly the only one in the world. Maybe even a connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> That's very possible because at SDCC, I got even more excited for the news I'm about to share than I got when I found out Old Man Logan was coming. <laughs> more excited than I was when I was rapping for the Marvel shop and all of those Iron Man statues. I was going to say, I think we need a theme song for this reveal. Leah Thompson is going to be at the Retro Outlaw booth signing. <laughs> The question isn't what Howard the Duck item I get signed. The question is how many. And let me tell you how my Saturday was spent driving to the Days of the Dead Horror Convention. Leah Thompson's coming. Arnie decides he needs a whole bunch of stuff to get signed. So I'm buying movie stills. We got a patch for his bag. That's Howard the Duck. 
What else did I buy? A t-shirt. A t-shirt because you'd gotten me a t-shirt off eBay for Christmas, but one wash and that thing ruined it. Well, if I'm going to get a picture with Leah Thompson, I can't have a jacked up shirt. I needed a new shirt. (laughs) So I got the DVD. I went through six packs of cards from Don't Eat the Gum, and I found four cards that have great Leia Thompson pictures on them. The question is, is it weird to get the one where she's making out with the duck sign? Yes. And is that a problem? I don't know. That might be kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. That is that is a little weird. But not as weird as like if maybe you went on eBay and like bought like her panties from the movie or something like that. Could I buy those? Or, or did you? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has any Howard the Duck movie props, just hit me up. That's all I'm saying. Does not have to be Leia Thompson's wardrobe. Just anything. Could be Jeffrey Jones' wardrobe. You know, he's a convicted child pornographer. So he won't be signing. <laughs> Probably not until the sexual predator restriction has been lifted. Hey, yes. Comic-Con's nowhere near a school. <laughs> well, that's pretty exciting. You get to meet Miss Leah Thompson. I know. <laughs> oh, this is this is now my number one Comic-Con experience. I must make that happen. So what is she most famous for? Like, are all of her fanboys going to be like Back to the Future fanboys? I believe so. I yes. doubt there's too many people with a casual sex Andrew Dice Clay DVD. Or too many Caroline in the City fans. I oh, love that right. show. That guy on the roller skates was awesome. I forgot about that show. <laughs> Back to the Future is probably her number one. She did so much in the 80s. Space Camp, Red Dawn, Jaws 3D. She was in Jaws 3D? Yeah, that was one of her first roles. Wow. If you bought the now-playing DVD set, you can hear us discuss her performance. (laughs) Still available at nowplayingpodcast.com. Set you up for that one. (laughs) But there are more San Diego Comic-Con exclusives announced. Monogram International, maker of those funky-eyed figures. And no, I don't mean like googly eyes. I mean they just have bad paint apps. (laughs) Yes. They have two resin bust banks, an Incredible Hulk resin bust bank and a Captain America resin bust bank. So is someone like keeping their life savings in these bust banks? They just keep buying each one that comes out? and No, keep- they're, they're putting their money in one bust bank and then emptying it to buy the next. Oh. <laughs> are these the ones that show up at Toys R Us and stuff that we've talked about in the past? Yes. No, those are the diamond ones. Ah, uh, they're different? Right. The diamond bust banks. These are resin. The diamond ones are plastic. And kind of rubbery. These are resin, so they'll break a lot easier. And they're only $25, which isn't bad for a resin bust bank, although I have no idea of the scale. These could be like an inch tall and only Two quarter sized? I'm thinking dimes only. Ah. Ah. It's a dime bank. And then NECA, we already talked about the mother bleeping figures they have there. They've announced two more Marvel exclusives from Kick-Ass 2. You can get a prop replica of Betsy Ross. Which is Jim Carrey's weapon of choice in the upcoming Kick-Ass 2. Hmm. An axe handle, huh? He's a character who does not use guns. Huh. So if you want a prop replica of that, that will be available. And also, if you're a Hero Clicks collector or a fan of Marvel vs. Copcom 3... <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> you can get a Shumagorath Hero Clicks. A pricey one, but you can get him. It's a big one, though. It's one of the large hero clicks. Yeah. At 50 bucks, you better be really into Shuma Gorath or into hero clicks. 
And then if you've been sitting around and notice that everywhere you go, there's these little water rings that follow you wherever you put your beverages and you just don't know how to fix it. Trendsetters has the item for you. Trendsetters has a set of four Iron Man 3 Starfire print glass coasters. They do have non-slit feet on them, but I'm kind of confused how a glass coaster is going to be absorbent whatsoever. Because you want your coaster to absorb the water so it doesn't spill out all over your coffee table or end table. Yeah, or at least contain it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not impressed with these. One, the art is just regular movie art. Not that thrilling. Yeah, it's basically the movie posters printed on tiny glass. But it's $48 for a four-piece coaster set, but it comes with a black acrylic holder. So I guess that black acrylic holder is pretty rocking. <laughs> I'm guessing it's not. I'm guessing that the little preview image they have at the Comic-Con site has much more vibrant colors than the actual glass pieces will. And who in the hell wants a Ben Kingsley coaster? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm not a coaster person myself, you know. I kind of let the chips fall where they may. That's noted for when Justin comes to visit. <laughs> oh, I'll use a coaster at somebody else's house. I just won't care if you don't have a coaster in my house. How's that? But Trevor, come on. Who doesn't want to set a drink on Trevor? I don't get this. Arnie's probably <laughs> going to buy it, so. I am not. I'm spending way too much money at <laughs> the Marvel Show. I think this is kind of a testament to how close we are to, to SDCC now. You know, this this last last blast of news coming out is just kind of the last trickling of information before we get out there. Nothing earth shattering, but, you know, it's stuff to be aware of, I guess. I guess I'm not losing any sleep over having to get to any one of these booze while we're there. But this is it. This is the last Marvelicious Toys before Comic-Con. We will not have a show next Wednesday because, well, we'll be at Comic-Con. Yes, we'll be having fun. Well, yeah, great we'll fun. Be, we'll be in lines Yeah, this time next week. But we will be back in two weeks with all of the coverage from San Diego Comic-Con. We are working on having a blowout of a report from Comic-Con. So stay with us. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Get all the updates there in between the shows. And also, click the link from our homepage. We're having a listener survey. We want to know what you think about the show. So head to MarveliciousToys.com, click the link, take the survey, and let us know what you want to hear more of on the show. But we'll be back in two weeks from San Diego. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds, as well as product reviews, on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an mp3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. 
See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. And I'll be right back. You have them? Yes, I do. Oh, I think you didn't bring them with? Forgot. Oh. Did you leave them in the car? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Right now, our dining room looks like a Toys R Us that could be in there. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You wouldn't have it any other way, though, right? Nah, I would like to eat at the table every once in a while. And we've got a <laughs> kitchen table, but sometimes, you know, you want to have a nice dinner. My beautiful yeah. study's full of artwork right now, too, that we're framing, so. I know. <laughs> so I don't know what she would have, wouldn't have any other way. Probably her Whopper. <laughs> I do love Whoppers. Actually, not. Burger King makes me want to vomit. It's all because of Star Wars, though. So. <laughs> How many Whoppers can you eat? The movie, though, it's black and kind of a... Kind of a pewter. Yeah, that's a good letter. That's a good color name for it. Well, it's the color. So it's the good name for it because it's the color's name. Good way <laughs> to peg that color. <laughs> As much as I'd like a six-inch Tony Stark, you know, three and three-quarter-inch one could be pretty cool, too. <laughs> You're saying Tony Stark's size doesn't matter? It's Tony Stark, come on. <laughs> I'll take any Tony I can get. <laughs> Just Man, it's usually you that goes off on innuendo without knowing what the hell you're saying. <laughs> Marjorie started just like <laughs> rocking back and forth. She on and on about the six inch. <laughs> this week with blind <laughs> innuendo is Justin filling in for Arnie. Ah. <laughs> uh. I guess because they weren't movie-based, I didn't pay that close of attention on the concept series. Oh, I see. You're a movist. <laughs> I like to movist, movist. I like to movist, movist. I like to <laughs> movist. <laughs> if you want good six-inch articulation... You know I do. Oh. <laughs> Actually, guys, I was wrong. He didn't fondle somebody. He convinced a 14-year-old boy to pose for nude photographs. Okay, so... And then he violated his probation. By touching the boy? No, he just reported the report. Was probation the kid's name? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible. I can't believe we've gotten to child pornography jokes. This is... We didn't do it. We're just making fun of the guy who did. That's... That's how I'm going to justify that. <clears throat> Way too much money at the Marvel shop. You yeah, sounded actually, like Mr. Think... Ed. <laughs> His name is Mr. Red. That's setting you up for your line. Me or Marjorie? You. Oh, okay. So until next time, true collectors. That's the other line. <laughs> so all that, so all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. There we go. I haven't gave you extra cheese on that one. <laughs>
Sex just make that. <laughs> <laughs>